Welcome to the Athletes in Action podcast. We are a sports ministry serving athletes at the University of Missouri. Join us weekly for conversations about faith and sport. Kendall, how y'all doing tonight? Good. Good. Um, First off, I just want to make sure everybody got a Bible app. We're going to ask y'all to open your Bible app or a book. Bible book. Yeah, Bible book. Um, Just follow me along. I'll be reading out of Matthew. Um, chapter 16. Get all the time to get there. <clears throat> everybody good? Everybody good? Can y'all hear me? Can everybody hear me? Y'all can't hear me? I'm mumble sometimes too, so y'all just give me a little. A little point to the sky. I always think you acknowledging God or telling me to be good. So, um, Matthew 16, Matthew 16, <coughs> verses 13 through 19. My memory serves me correctly, yes. Matthew 16, 13 through 19. Um, I think I got some questions on the board, correct? Yeah, first I want y'all to ask, answer these questions amongst yourselves. Or, yeah, you with your guy already? No. Oh, me? All right. Ask Matthew, Matthew 16, 13 through 19. There's some questions right here. If y'all want to talk about them amongst yourselves, just write them down. I Actually, just write them down. You know, or think about them yourself. <laughs> and if you, if you didn't go to Mizzou, wherever you were in a transition point in your life, um... What did you find your identity in? Um, how did you feel like your purpose played out? Like, what was your purpose in whatever situation you were in? Or how? Or what do you feel your purpose and identity is now? And what do you find your purpose and identity in? I'm sorry if I'm standing in the way. Um, I'm going to try to sit down, too, but I ain't good at that. <clears throat> and then how, how does it make you feel? Just how does your, your identity, your own identity, and your purpose about, or what you think your purpose is, make you feel right now. <clears throat> I'm sit down. Amen. Amen. Alright. Um, first off, I just want to say that was a great story. It was powerful. It spoke to me. So yeah. And just some stuff that stood out to me, just how you were wrapped up in the world. Um, but you made a decision to, I mean, you know, I feel like God, God works in funny ways. He'll drop hints in our lives. It's just be like, uh, me and Rob was just talking about, I think the Holy Trinity be up there like, Hey, you think, you think she going to get this right here? I'm going <laughs> to drop this right here and see if she noticed, but he was doing things and he was knocking on your heart. And I, I'm, I'm just, I'm happy for you. So thank you for sharing. Um, so first off, I just want to talk about cell phones. And and um, basically social media today. I just think cell phones. It was kind of funny how Rod and Cam were talking about phones work two way street and things like that. Uh, I think I think cell phones have kind of hurt society a lot because we find. I mean, how many countless hours do we spend just looking at our phone at random stuff that brings no value to our life? Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna stand up, man. <laughs> yeah. 
how, how often do we find ourselves looking at random stuff on our phones that bring no value to our lives? That even how, how many of us have ever posted something on social media and, or like Instagram or whatever, and because it didn't get a certain amount of likes, we've been like, ah, I should, maybe I should delete that or something like that. Have we, all, have we done that? I've done that. Okay. I feel like, you know, we find, we do things like that, just goofy stuff. Like, who cares how many people like my picture or whatever. Things like, we find, we, it's like, and now that's just become a trend. That's just what we do. That's what people do. They, they look for likes. They look for other people to give them attention. And you feel like that, that brings value to our lives, what other people think about us. We find, we, we look to other people to give us an identity or a purpose. And it's, 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 it's uh, I don't like it. <laughs> But um, anyway, I want to get into uh, the book of Matthew. I just think this it spoke to me, and I hope I hope I'm, I, I do well enough to kind of paint a picture of it to you. But um, the book of Matthew, chapter sixteen, Jesus, uh, just a little, a little, um, was it precursor? Context. Context. Okay. A little context going into it. Um, just leading into Matthew uh, sixteen. Uh, Matthew chapter 16, 13 through 19, the Pharisees and the Sadducees were demanding, I hope I said that right, Sadducees, Sadducees, were demanding that Jesus show them that he is who he claimed he is through signs, through miracles, through things like that. They wanted, they wanted Jesus, who we all know is the Messiah, who is the son of the living God, who can do all things with the snap of his fingers. They wanted him to prove who he was. Because, I mean, in, in society today, we want people to prove who they say they are, to show us right now. Let's see what you can do and how well you can do it. That's what our society is today. And I think back then they, were, they had the same kind of mindset. If you are who you say you are, show us. And I was leading into it. And, and Jesus was like, no, I ain't got to show y'all who I am. I know who I am. I'm confident in who I say I am. And y'all either going to choose to believe me or not. And um, so I just... Really, I just want y'all to be aware of what the world says about you and who, who the world says you are. And don't let, that, don't let that dictate who you are. So if we get into the word, uh, I'm going to read it. Um, verse 13, Peter's declaration about Jesus. I'm reading out of the New Living Testament. Um, so, when, so Jesus is sitting down with the disciples and... They're having a conversation, and Jesus asked them a question. So when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea and Philippi, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And the disciples replied, well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, and others say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. The world, <laughs> the world was painting a picture of who Jesus was, and they didn't even really know who he was. He was walking. This was a world before social media, before pictures and everything that made the world smaller, but only showed you a viewpoint of what the camera lens took a picture of. It doesn't show you the whole story. So these these people were saying stuff from what they heard through social media, through back then the, the way people talked and the way people spread a story. This is what they said: Who Jesus was? They said, "You are you are Elijah, you are Jeremiah, or one of the other prophets. You're not the, you're not the Messiah." You're not the son of God. You're not who you say you are. You, you can't do all these things that you said you've done. There's no way you can do the things that you said you've done. I don't believe it, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say you're somebody that you're not. That's what the world does in, in our lives today. It tells us we're somebody that we're not. So we try to find 
purpose and identity and things that fit to society. We try to we try to we try to look at other people and make other people like who we are, but it's not really the true us that we're showing them. Because we want to we want to connect to other people so bad. We want other people to smile and look at us and, and give us an identity and give us a purpose because of what this what the world says is okay or what the world says. The world is not the place that we're trying that we're trying to we're trying to live up to. We weren't made for the world. Like that's not the world is is not what we're we're trying to do. So to continue on, they they said they they said all these things about Jesus. They said basically who he wasn't what who he, who he wasn't. So then Jesus asked them, but who do you say I am? And I think that's powerful when Jesus asks you, who do you say I am? And you're able to answer that question. Um, Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. So right then, Peter answered him. He knew who he was. He knew he's the son of the living God. And in our eyes, I mean, 20, hindsight is twenty twenty. Yes, we know why he knows, because he walked with Jesus. He talked with Jesus. He spent time with Jesus. He left everything. He left his family. He left, he left his country. He left what he was comfortable with and walked with Jesus. In layman's terms, he picked up his cross and died daily. Um, we all can learn from this right here that... To truly know Jesus, you have to walk with him. You have to talk with him. To truly know anybody, you have to walk with them. You have to talk with them. Not just look at their Instagram and say, oh, they got 346 likes. Ah. Not, just, not just listen to what Sally Sue says or, or Jimmy, whatever they say, and, say and, and, and paint a picture of who they are without, without really getting to know somebody, without asking a question about somebody, without, without listening to their testimony. We will never know anybody based off of what social media says or what the world says about us. The world didn't know who Jesus was. But this guy right here who had walked with Jesus, who had, who had left everything behind and, and, and literally walked with Jesus and learned everything he could about him, saw Jesus do all these wonderful things, not just in his life, but in other people's lives, knew who he was. So Jesus replied, you are blessed, Simon, son of John. Jesus gave him a name. Because my father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. You did not learn this from the world. Now I say, now I say to you that you are Peter, which means my rock. And upon this rock, I will build my church. And all the power of hell will not conquer it. So through knowing who Jesus Christ was, Jesus gave him a name and Jesus gave him a purpose. We, we, we walk through this life and we go through this life with these questions like, what is my purpose? Where do I fit in? What, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, who am I? We ask these questions and when we find our identity and, and things that that seemed like would fit in. Okay, this is who I am because this, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an athlete. I'm a football player because that's who the world knows me by. If you type in my name on Google, I'm Kendall Blaine. I play for the Los Angeles Rams. Glory to God for that because that's, that's what I've been working for my whole life, but that's not who I am. That's what I do. So we, we find our identity in these things that, that, that don't really mean much to us, but that is what I do. I do play football. 
But Jesus Christ, because he knew who Jesus was, he knew more about himself as well. Because Peter knew who he was, he knew more about himself because Jesus told him who he was. Jesus who, when you know more about the creator, you'll know about the creation. Jesus knew who he was because he created us. Only he can truly tell you who you are. So he was given a name and given a purpose. Peter, which means my rock, upon this rock I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And Jesus don't just give you a name and, and don't just give you a purpose. He'll give you a little more than you asked for too. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven, and whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. How we walk, how we walk in our lives and, and what we hear from other people saying, saying these things about other people and what we allow, what we permit on earth, as Christians, we are, we, are, we are saying that's permitted in heaven because that's what Jesus tells us. If we allow these things, like, no, you don't really know that person, man. We, I'm not going to let you tell me about somebody that we both don't know because you've heard a story through something else. Jesus gave him the keys. That's much more than he asked for. He gave him a purpose. He gave him a name. You're not going to find your, you're not going to find your purpose. You're not going to find your name and anything else but Jesus Christ. And how do you find, how do you find, how do you know who Jesus Christ is? How do you learn who Jesus Christ is? You open up the book. <laughs> you open up the word. You come to things like this. You sit, you sit and talk to people. You read the word so then you, so you, then you have the knowledge to ask questions. Because you, you, can't, you can't ask questions on something you don't know or something, or something you haven't read or something you haven't heard. I'm, I'm sorry I'm using that term. But you come to things like this. You sit with people like this. You have conversations like this. You, you can't be afraid to ask questions. I don't want to sound dumb. I don't want to offend somebody. There's a right way to ask a question. There's a wrong way to ask a question. But you sit down and you have these conversations. You open the word, which, which is where it starts. Because there's nothing more true than this. There's nothing I can tell you that, that ain't rooted, that shouldn't be rooted from here. I shouldn't be telling you anything that's not rooted from here. So unless you open this word and get, and get, get your own knowledge of this word and be able to communicate it with other people, you'll never truly know who Jesus is. And you'll never truly know who, who you are. Because by no, knowing, knowing the creator, you know the creation. The more you know him, the more you know about yourself. Olivia, Olivia uh, I asked a question last week and Olivia stood up and she said, she said, um, when she first got to Mizzou, she didn't, she didn't really feel comfortable. She didn't really like it. Uh, she felt like she didn't fit in or, or it, it, wasn't, it wasn't the move. She wanted out. But she started to come to these things and she started to learn more about Jesus Christ and she found out who she was. So she was no longer trying to fit in with us. She was no longer trying to fit in with, with the rest of the Matsi, with the rest of Columbia, with the rest of Mizzou. She was, she was fitting in what the word said about it. She was fitting in who God said she was. And you can ask her how she's feeling about where she's at now. She says, she says she, she's never been happier. She's enjoying her time here. And I believe it's because she got into the word. I believe it's because she, she learned who, who Jesus Christ was. I believe it's because she learned who Jesus Christ was. She learned more about herself. And we all can learn from that. Because that hit me deep. I need to do more digging in Christ. I need to decrease so he may increase. 
And I mean, that's really all I, I had some notes here and stuff, man. Dang. I ain't even look, but I had some stuff. <laughs> I had some stuff, but, but I mean, that's really all I, I, I mean, like, I just want you guys to know, like, if, if the teacher of a math test, like, it's, I, I, I know I can go long, but I'll, I'll go real quick. I took a test one time and, and I was, and I, I was like, dang, all these people, all these people getting up and turning their test in before me. And the teacher had said, make sure you read, make sure you read before, uh, before you answer any of the questions. I was like, all right, whatever. I got into the questions, I'm answering these questions. Everybody done took the test and turned it in but me. And I'm really trying to figure out these questions. And so once everybody left, um, he came up to me and said, um, I asked you to read <laughs> before you took the test. And if I would have read the directions, it said, write your name, write your name on the test and turn it in. Oh. <laughs> I had the answers to the test the whole time. I just didn't read. We got the answers to the test of life. Are you going to choose to read? That's all I got for y'all, man.